Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, welcome to Two and Think Tank. Episode 9. The show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. Yeah. And we're on a bit of a guest. Uh, this will be the second episode with a guest, so it'll be you know one more and then it'll be a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fast becoming a pattern. It's fast becoming it's well a pattern. well on pat- its way. Yeah. Um, we're on a guest bender. A knitting pattern? No. No, That's no, the no, guest. No. It's the guest. It's, it's I can't talk until <laughs> you say my name. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, we're, on a, we're on a guest oh. binge at the moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. And but he's here. He's here. Yeah. And uh, he's. Uh, what's one more thing? Uh, like we've got Bender and we've got binge. Uh, what's one more thing? Because then it'll be a pattern. Well, it'll be a uh, like a. We're on a bit of a uh, a guest crawl. Yeah. Good. Getting drunker and drunker with every guest. Every guest. Um. Uh. It's Pete. Hi, Pete. Hi, Andy. How Hello, are you? Pete. Um, good. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful bit to be here. It's wonderful uh, to have you here in your uh, wonderful studios. Yeah. So it's we're going to begin. You. I think is Pete a bit quiet there, and I'm super loud. Yeah, yeah you're really. Lo- oh, that, well, no, I just need to enunciate. Everyone's fine. Okay. Everyone's perfect. You need to talk quieter, Pete. You need to just be the same. As I you need are. to speak quieter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, hey guys. Uh, anything, hey, uh, anything going on at the moment in your lives? <sighs> My nose is a bit runny. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I'm not sure if it's because I ate dairy. Mm-hmm. Oh, dairy. I have a, I'm, I'm trying to do a bit of pattern recognition and, uh, my nose is running now, but it's also running a lot of the time when I don't eat dairy. So I'm not sure. Yeah. That's difficult, right? But I only start taking notice of it when I eat dairy. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, this, this annoys me a little bit. You're thinking yeah. about getting a runny nose from eating dairy. Um, yeah. How are you eating dairy? Is it through your nose? Oh. That no, but be... while, while I'm eating the dairy, I am finding ways to irritate my sinuses. Yeah. And just with my nails and sort of paper clips <laughs> and things. Toothbrushes. Yeah. Finding ways. Yeah. yeah it's Investigating a, strategies for yeah. irritating your sinuses. So that could be slightly related. Do you just keep repeating whatever your sinuses say? Yeah. Because that's really irritating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that. Yeah. yeah, nasally. Um, you're, you're, you're irrigating your sinuses and irritating your sinuses. Well, I'm not. I've, I do do that occasionally. Irrigate my sinuses in order to to make my to ease the pain. So it's not pain, but it's like a is that discomfort. You irrigate them to help with the fact that they're running. He's got running run? sinuses, yeah. and to. to Deal with that. He puts water up there, right? Yeah, I've seen you do this. because sometimes it happens with like it definitely happens with dust, right? So if I'm if I if dairy I ha- dust, oh, it could Cow be dust? dairy dust. Well, yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, they say that. Well, somebody said that that apparently you know how people powder. say that dust is, is just, mostly dairy. No, it's mostly <laughs> dead skins. Well, it, dead skin cells, but then that turned out to be false. 
So, so it could be that it's probably mostly dairy. <laughs> that's the last. Yeah. That's the last thing it Is could it be. One or the other. It's cow flakes. Cow flakes. Cow flakes. Would that be cow dandruff? So do you just put your face under a tap and just have it run into uh, your nose? No, I put my hand. I put my out. hand under a tap. Yeah. And then I will kind of sometimes I'll just dip my nose in yeah. to the to the pool of water that's in my hand. Mm-hmm. You it. might be the next stage in human evolution. Yeah. Andy, we probably need people like you so I've, that one day we'll have trunks and we'll be able to drink through our noses. I've developed processes. <laughs> <laughs> to processes so- sounds like a disease. I yeah. developed processes. <laughs> yeah, and and to 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 deal with no irritations and I've I found ways I'm completely self-sufficient as long as I have water and <laughs> Uh, Wait, you're completely self-sufficient yeah. as long as you have water yeah. and uh, well, nobody's food, food and, food and okay. some milk. So nobody's ever completely self-sufficient. So like some guy goes on the news and he's like, well, this man claims to be completely self-sufficient. And then he's like, well, what do you do? What do you eat? He goes, oh, well, I have crops in my backyard. Well, you're not self-sufficient, are you? <laughs> no. You know, you're depending on your crops and yeah. your house and things like that. You know, if you Maybe if you just were sustained only by your fingernails and eyelashes. You, know. you could just eat parts of your own body. Yeah. And you're completely you'd be inert and didn't need photosynthesis. Like you didn't need to absorb yeah. no. energy from, from the, the sun, sun or, or water from your surroundings. Yeah. yeah. So you're a rock, <laughs> which is completely self-sufficient, doesn't need anything. Yeah, that's true. I I, I respect the rock lifestyle. I think yeah. that's a fun... That's a f- is that yeah. why the rock is called the rock? Yep. Dwayne the Rock Hudson? He, he never... Because he's completely self-sufficient. <laughs> uh, all he needs are his eyebrows. and But and it's the people's elbow. Yeah. <laughs> the people's elbow. Yeah. Does he still he has, use that? No. no. I guess he... Maybe he, now... Has he retired, retired the elbow? He retired the elbow. The rock, the self-sufficient being. Wait, where does his forearm come from, then, if he's retired his elbow? Uh, the state. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, you forget that, that. That if it was the people's elbow, maybe his elbow was, was dis- distributed equally amongst all the people. Oh, was it the democratic um, people's elbow of the P- rock? People's like, Republic of Elbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the rock's elbow. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Whenever they say peoples in something, yeah. you know, in the name of something, it's never really the people's. So I reckon, you know, The Rock put peoples in the people's elbow to make it seem like it was democratic. Yeah. But really, it was probably just his elbow. Do you think I was, suspect well, maybe that he was the one who was completely in control of the elbow. And if the people had tried to have anything to do with the elbow, he probably would have given them the people's elbow. So people couldn't <laughs> vote um, for what the people's elbow was supposed to be doing. <laughs> no. Well, it was a dictatorship over <laughs> yeah. the elbow. Ultimately, yes. <laughs> We discovered that yes, the I feel like there's maybe two sketch ideas here. Whoa. I think, wait, I, wait. I think I think first of all, there's the guy who's, who claims to be completely self-sufficient, and then yep. he turns out to be a rock. Yep. Yes. Or he turns out to not be completely <laughs> self-sufficient, but he is. Or and then and then they claim that the guy is a rock. Okay, wait. I'll just write guy completely. Like he's got solar power, but there needs to be a civilization to invent solar power before. Yeah, for him to have solar power. Yeah, so no, yeah, no, yeah. and and because yeah, anybody who's not a rock, yeah, is is dependent even because even the past. a tree is yeah, the tree's absorbing uh, things from its surroundings. Exactly. So only yeah. So a guy completely self sufficient. But then can someone challenge him on it? And then he says, "Look, okay, maybe I'm not completely self sufficient. But when you come out and tell people, oh, by the way, I'm incompletely self sufficient, nobody pays you any attention." <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. problem with the media that things either have to be black or white. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, 
Fifty it, Shades of Sufficiency. Exactly. <laughs> People are inca- incapable of dealing with the fact that insufficiency is a spectrum. Yeah. I'm on the self-sufficiency spectrum. Yep. I think we're all on the self-sufficiency <laughs> spectrum. Uh, and it goes from baby, which is completely dependent, yeah. um, to rock, which is completely <laughs> which is completely independent. So this, you- is, this is the best, like... Uh, Today, tonight, kind of reporter who will argue about this is the sufficient self sufficiency spectrum. Well, we're all on the self sufficiency spectrum. I mean, excuse me, excuse me, knocking on the door and then like arguing yeah. with a guy who claims to be self sufficient. This was a character that yeah. I wanted to have. It's the um, everybody should uh, Google Dyson interview BBC, right? Yeah. Okay, because there's a, a BBC news reporter interviewing the guy from Dyson. Uh, the vacuum, vacuum cleaners? cleaners, yeah, the Dyson okay. man himself about the new Dyson Airblade, which is the oh, hand yeah. dryer thing, right? Yeah. That you can put you, your you hands see, in, you pull them out, and them it dries in, them in one movement, right? In airports, yeah. airports and stuff, yeah. Uh, but the B- the BBC reporter, you get the impression that he's just been dragged off, like reporting in the the Middle East or something, <laughs> to do this interview because he's so angry and he just challenges. The Dyson guy on everything, just like mundane <laughs> facts. So the Dyson guy's like, oh, the reason we're able to uh, do this is because we invented a uh, a motor that's able to spin up to five times faster than the previous best fan motor. And the guy interviewing him was like, why should we care? Why should we care that you've invented this faster motor? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, that's because that's how we're able to deliver the speed. But what effect does that have on anybody's life? The fact that you invented <laughs> <laughs> you can't challenge people on... I don't know. How dare you improve on something yeah. that you had before? Yeah. It was what, good enough. But what What does that matter? Yeah. What's the point? I like to dry my hands in the sun. <laughs> I like that, yeah. And he, he he's trying to apply a greater... Range. Burden of proof, or yeah, something. Yeah, or like a range of effect that, that this hand, like public hand dryer should have. Yeah. You know, on, on the... Like, well, how... You know, my kids are still hungry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So my kids are still hungry. <laughs> like, he's, uh, yeah. he's a reporter can't afford to feed his kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're right here. Look at them. Is it feeding them? Yeah. So everything has to be relative to everything else. And then, yeah. So everything, unless it's the creation of life itself or someone <laughs> invents pottery, like, a- anything else isn't good enough. <laughs> Wow. It's not the wheel, though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there are wheels in it. Is this going to lift thousands out of poverty? I mean, it's a new flavour of tea, but really, I mean, it's not Mother Teresa, is it? I, I like I like that when he says, uh, it's not feeding, uh, like, my kids are still hungry, and as you pan over to the kids, one of the kids finds, like, a like like a quarter of a Snickers still in a wrapper on on the Dyson, and he picks it up and starts eating it. <laughs> so so it is feeding his yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. Or the kids could be cooking something inside the Dyson airblade. Because if you left like a, a fish in there for long enough, for it long would, enough, it would dry out and it would cook. Well, I don't know if it would cook, but it would definitely dry out. Yes, that's true. That's, is I drying mean, things out the same as cooking them? Uh, yes. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> You know, you can cook things with uh, with uh, lemon. You know, like you, some, there's a Peruvian thing where they they just uh, squeeze ceviche. lemon. Yeah, they it's, squeeze lemon yeah. over a fish, and uh, the acid cooks it. The yeah. acid cooks it. It's like because cooking is actually just the process of denaturing proteins. Oh and, my uh, god! Yeah. And that's what acid does. Acid denatures proteins. Oh, that's unnatural. 
Yeah. Well, it's denatural. <laughs> like gay marriage. Yeah. yeah. Denatural. <laughs> it's too much acid. Yeah. Oh, gay marriage is acidic. Yeah. Is what we're trying to say. And straight marriage is basic. Yeah. Right. Alkaline? Alkaline. Alkaline. Yeah. yeah. So, just to go back, okay, we have, we have two <laughs> sketches. that's why ideas. you can't put the two together, because there's going to be... A fusion reactor. I'm just going to get water. I know a lot about chemistry. <laughs> a, f- 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 a fusion reactor. I know a lot about chemistry. Yeah. Um, so we got two sketch ideas already. We got the guy who's completely self-sufficient is a rock. So I think what what will happen is the guy goes to the reporter goes to to his house and and he challenges him on the idea that he's self-sufficient. And he goes, you know, I'll show you someone who's self-sufficient. And he takes him some outside or to a house where there's just a rock living yeah. there. Yeah. And then. And then the other one is that the people's elbow was a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and this is another sketch about a rock, but it's The Rock. And, and yeah. then, uh, now we just need one about the movie The Rock. Yeah. With, oh, um, with Nicolas, Cage Nicolas Cage and um, uh, Sean Cave. Connery. Sean Cave. Cage. 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 Nicholas Cave. Uh, Nick Cage versus Nick Cave. Nick Cage uh, and Johnny Cage from... Um, Mortal Kombat. I used to always get uh, Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat and uh, Nicolas Cage from The Rock confused. Johnny Cage. I think Which I one? thought they were the same person. Who is Johnny Cage? Was he the one? Was he the one with the metal arms? No, that was Jax. I don't actually remember. I never played it, but I heard people talking about it at school. You it, never played Mortal Kombat? No. <laughs> I did. I played it once oh, or twice. This is. There's something missing. I don't know. I just is it Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah. I speaking of Mortal Kombat, I was mm-hmm. thinking about uh ultimate fighting today. And I yeah. like I like the idea that it's like, you know, it's just, just two guys, you know UCF. pinning mm. each other down and then like UFC. UFC, UFC. Right. UCF is the uh champion Ultimate Canadian Ultimate football. Canadian <laughs> fighting. <laughs> ultimate oh ultimate Canadian fencing. It's ultimate a, company. Canary Fishing. Yeah, you were trying to not say fucking, weren't you? I was! <laughs> Actually, I was trying not to say fisting. Oh. <laughs> canary fisting. Ultimate canary fisting. Uh. Mm-hmm. Old Tiny Fists McGee. Um, <laughs> so, canary fister. Anyway, So uh. much more intense than regular canary fisting. Um. <laughs> I know, for some reason, I was going to talk about ultimate... Fighting and just, yes, I think in, in my mind that it was just like it's two guys. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you because that's really funny. Like, I don't actually think I can imagine anything more intense <laughs> than canary fisting, <laughs> and yet this is ultimate canary fisting. <laughs> like, all right, I'm writing it down. We've mm. taken taken no. away all the rules of canary <laughs> fisting. <laughs> now anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> just, all right. What rules could you possibly have removed? In classical canary fisting, people would wear a glove. Oh, what, like Greco-Roman canary <laughs> Like a huge boxing glove? <laughs> what I'm the thinking, gloves are off. What I'm the thinking is, it's not, it's not, it's that you have two canaries in your hands. One in each hand, and that's when you sort of punch people. Oh my you've God. got a canary in your hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Boxing, but you're yeah. holding a canary to make to soften the blow. No, the, yeah. m- m- maybe the goal. Okay, this is completely different. Or, or to what their we brass were talking knuckles. About. 
except they're canary. No, I like I like the idea <laughs> canary that, knuckles. Yeah, the canary knuckles. <laughs> I like the idea that, that you're holding on to these canaries and you're fighting each other, but the goal is to knock the other person out without injuring the canaries. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. That's, yeah. that's, that's a really much good idea. Less horrific than what we were talking yeah, about than, rather than just crushing them with each blow. But like, uh, boxing gloves were introduced into boxing to like stop people from getting right. hurt, right? Yeah. So I think the next step would be to introduce that each of the all the boxes have to hold canaries the yeah. entire time. So like, because actually, apparently, more people get hurt more severely as a result of having boxing gloves. They've discovered because yeah, it's like you can hit harder. Like it, it's the actual injuring your hands was more of a limiting factor in how hard you can punch people. It's like uh, oh. football players who wear helmets more likely. Uh, knock themselves out because they feel like I'm wearing a helmet. I, I can't be hurt. I'm invincible. I'm invincible. And then uh, same in apparent they're same not. in uh, in war. Yes. Okay. <laughs> People who um, wear helmets are more yeah. likely because like, they're just like, well, I can just to take some bullets in, in my head. Oh, yes. And now with drone warfare, people who are back at home, say in America guiding a drone mm-hmm. over Afghanistan to bomb people are actually more likely to get injured because they feel like they're safe, so they're more likely to get shot. Or buy things yeah, back by at home, like um, snipers. cups of coffee and pens. I feel like yeah, yeah, really yeah. invincible yeah. Tripping they're a robot. Heaters, yeah. <laughs> heaters and cords on the ground. Yeah, um, just they feel godlike, mm, and then mm. they're more likely to try to smite someone and then get punched in the face. Smite someone. Smite. <laughs> Do you think that, you know, on a, what happens on a break during a drone mission? Like, if, so, if you leave the room to answer your phone while you're flying a drone around, does that, does that drone just sort of hover around in Auto-pilot. front of enemy, enemy soldiers? Or I like the idea that um, on Christmas Eve, uh, all the drones in Afghanistan land and play a game of soccer against the Taliban. Yeah, oh, that would be really be sweet. Yeah, they come lovely. out, the Taliban come out of the caves and the drones land on the fields and they just play soccer. Yeah, just Can, to be clear, the I giant think that would um, be a beautiful aircraft. sketch. Idea. I think it would be a beautiful sketch. I think it would yeah. be an almost impossible sketch, but I think it would be funny. Christmas Eve, which, Christmas Eve. which Islam doesn't celebrate. celebrate. <laughs> yeah. no. Does not recognise. Yeah. <laughs> But you could um, you could just have a, like a uh, like like you get old guys now talking about you know the first world war well they're all dead now but the yes. second world war yes um, saying oh yeah you know this beautiful thing happened there was the Christmas Eve armistice, and everyone came and, we all and came they out of the trenches and we all all ate the same food and yeah yeah, yeah that kind of stuff <laughs> um, but then looking back on the Afghanistan war and like the beautiful moments in that. And it was this this fantastic night, Christmas Eve. And the beautiful thing was that the Muslims didn't even celebrate Christmas, Christmas Eve. And they didn't. And, and they, they couldn't. They couldn't touch any of the hands. Put the put the. Well, neither <laughs> no, to be to be clear, neither do drones, because uh, they wouldn't be <laughs> Christians either. To be fair, yeah, you're not being fair, Al. Yeah. I yeah. noticed you not being fair. Or wait, yeah. wait, wait. Are, are they Christian drones? Do they adhere to the principle, the Ten Commandments? Do they know it's Christmas? Do they honour their mother <laughs> and father? The drones. Our drones serving overseas. That's beautiful. And then we, we cut back to America where little drone kids, little baby drones, are like talking to their drone dad oh, on yeah. Skype. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> mummy drone oh, is uh, talking about how hard it is. 
Be yeah, like that yeah. that famous pro-war poster, Daddy, what did you do, do during the Great War? Ma- ma- Except with drones. Yeah, yeah, but maybe during the soccer game, somebody somebody kicks a soccer ball and it hits like one of the sort of Missile. the missiles yeah. on, on the drone. <laughs> and the, the goalie drone blows up. And then the news comes gets back to to like a house <laughs> where there's just like a mama drone and a baby drone like and an officer comes to the door. <laughs> Is the officer also a drone? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With wearing wearing like a, an officer's hat and, yeah. like, and it's got a couple of medals. <laughs> and then the drone goes, <laughs> Yes. But like a, yeah, no, Hello but, like, little they, drone, they those, is your mummy there? You know that the drone sound like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most political, satirical yeah. thing we've ever. Uh, I think it's not, good. I'm not sure what the the more meaning behind it is. But well, it's that it's yeah. the, the drones are people too. I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, okay. So that's the Christmas Eve drones come down and play a game of soccer with uh, the Taliban and. Drones are people too. Sketch. So yeah, that's, but yeah. there's also other stuff that we could do, like you know how difficult it is for drones after the war to readjust oh, yeah. to civilian life. Well, that's because you know? they're they're built to be killing machines. Yeah, like, yeah. they've been trained. They've the had job. all their human emotions removed by not being human. <laughs> yeah, and they were on a disk drive and they just took it out. <laughs> but but like for for people coming back after the war it's like the sound of a a plane overhead that fills them with post traumatic yes. stress mm. so for a drone what would fill it with post traumatic stress like the sound of children playing below or something oh, or like <laughs> he just like has these flashbacks to yeah. flying above yeah. children and yeah. dropping bombs oh, God. <laughs> mm. yes yeah wow i mean this is pretty this is pretty, pretty intense, intense guys. Yeah. It's pretty intense. We've yeah. no, no, we've crossed the boundary. We're Can you make a note about drones coming home after the yeah. war, though? Yeah. Drones coming home, home after, after the war. I just like the idea that, that drones trying to reintegrate into society. Yeah. Um, yeah, becoming postmen and teachers and... Just getting a job in the office, but then that like they they, they they can they get really stressed out, and sometimes they just fire off a couple of missiles yeah. in the classroom <laughs> or something. Yeah, and well, yeah. What was I going to say? It's gone. Yeah, I think I think you could do it with just like some kind of cardboard cutout that's painted white and everything. Like yeah, that and just have totally. your legs. Yeah, yeah. Cause I think that yeah. I think this is totally doable, and that we should do it. And then yeah. we can make a version of Rambo. Yes. That's like just done with drones. That yeah. no one in the town accepts this drone for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And he's on the outer. And then I can't remember what happens. Every, there's an evil bad guy does something. And then he kills everyone? Then he goes everyone to Burma and kills all the Burmese. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, no, that that's drone five, I think you're thinking of. Mm. Yeah, in drone three, he has a fist fight with Dolph Lundgren. No, wait, that's Rocky three. <laughs> Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn. He's a street fight with Tommy Gunn. I don't know what that is. That's another Rocky reference. Yeah. Oh, really? It's, one of, it's pretty much the only Rocky movie Rocky I've Rocky seen. Movies. Apollo oh, Creed. No Mortal Kombat. Is, no did your, mo- was your mom against fighting? Maybe. Oh. Yeah. Did you yeah. have any um, any toy guns I- at home? Yes. You did. So I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed either. Really? And we yeah. fucking love violence, so I don't know what happened to you. Yeah. Um... 
So well, maybe maybe that's exactly the reason. Toy guns lead to less violence. Is that yeah? More what? guns, less violence. Yeah, it's been proven. Yep, done, done. Right, move on. <laughs> okay, AIDS, no, good but, for you. No, Let's people, go. <laughs> no, no, people should be allowed to carry toy guns. <laughs> Why? Like, I think I think that would decrease the amount of people carrying real guns. <laughs> People uh, just like to have the objects. Just, yeah. just by diluting the real guns? Like, well, that'll just mean there's more people carrying toy guns, not less people. Like, okay, you know. everybody yeah. gets has a gun, Yep. right? But not everybody knows if it's real or not. And then oh. I think that'll make people shoot guns less because it'd be really embarrassing if you got out your gun, you tried to shoot somebody, and then it turned out it wasn't a real gun. Oh, it's like a double blind, double bluff or mm. something? Mm. Yeah. I can't see that ever going the other way no. where somebody uh, pulls out a gun thinking they've got a fake gun and accidentally shoots somebody. Yeah. Mm. I still think Pete's too quiet. Too quiet? I'm yeah. sorry, guys. No, no, but I mean, I thought we could just turn up his mic instead. Okay. Well, how do I sound now? No, you actually sound... I think it looks like it's a normal height. Okay, cool. <laughs> normal height. Normal height. Normal height. Thanks, of, guys. Of That's really form. nice. Yep. Saying that I'm normal height. <laughs> Wait, I, what, what, I am actually average height, so that's... Yeah. Are you really? No. Oh. <laughs> Under that. <laughs> does that does that feel like a failure? Like, when, we, when we're below average in something, <laughs> does that feel like... like... Um, yeah, I've failed at life. I mean... At some point, I had all this endless potential, and then I didn't reach it. But because <laughs> you were too short. Too short, <laughs> yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, no, no, no. Just in being, being tall. Like in everything else. I you came up short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had all That's this it. potential to be taller, to be really tall, and then I came up short. Yep. Vertically challenged is a weird thing to say. Do well, people still I, say that? I don't think they do, do they? I don't think anyone really said that seriously, did they? No, I, I, think, I don't think so. I think that was probably a joke. A yeah. rude thing that uh, like uh, sassy Americans would say in movies. Mm. Like, he's so vertically challenged. Like, yeah, like that. Exactly like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Let's move on. Yep. It's. I find Nailed it weird it. that people find, like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's mostly among people who are really short, but like that they find being short being a problem. <laughs> I've heard that it's got to do with uh, when you were like when you went through puberty. Like if you went through puberty a lot later, say, which would mean you stayed shorter yeah. for longer, then you'd have a sort of thing about being short. Some people really, I don't, I don't mind. Look, I'm, I'm okay with. But it, you're guys. not really that short. No, you? no, I'm not. No, that, we've already established. I'm just under average. <laughs> just under average. Yeah, okay, that's cool. But like, is there something else that's like that? Like, did something that, that you did during high school and then you, you get a complex about it later on? Probably everything. Hmm. Uh, yeah, writing, mathematics, social situations. Um, oh, not me. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying things that other people might have problems with. But l- mathematics is a weird one where people are just like, no, 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 I can't do maths. Yeah. I can't do maths. No, no, no. But like, there are some people who, like, I think it's a thing with kids, I've noticed from teaching, that... Like, 
some pe- there are some people who will use that as a defense mechanism. They've learned that they can just say, oh, look, I can't do maths. And then that's like, well, then I don't have to accept responsibility for being bad at it. Yeah. You know, I just can't do it. Even though you know that there are kids who can do it. Like if something just, it, it, if it, they just find it difficult, they're like, yeah. oh, I can't do it. And then I don't even have to try. Mm. Yeah. But then there are also some people who I genuinely do think try really hard and can't do it. What do you think it is? Just different types just of not brains. tall enough. Just no, can't no, reach the sums. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You put them up there on that uh, top shelf. It's hard <laughs> to get to them. Do you think they can? They can sort of do like sort of basic long division. That's yeah. hard for them because they're just not long enough. Yeah, their limbs are too short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't have the wingspan. Yeah, you, you you talking about creating some sort of two tiered system of education? One for short people and one for taller well, children. Yes. Streaming, streaming classes based on height. height yeah. <laughs> like when you had to line up in from tallest to shortest in the room as like mm. a socialization act, uh, activity, except this one is to separate. Well, yeah, this was school. just to find out which ones could, would be good at maths, yeah. which ones could do. Yeah, because on the top shelf. And then you build a wall through the middle of the school. <laughs> um, and it doesn't even have to be that high. It doesn't have to be a high wall. Yeah, because <laughs> all the short people are on one side and they can't get over it. Uh, if only the middles of schools already had walls. <laughs> I mean, most schools do have walls oh, in them. Yeah. You can just reorganize them so they're all in the middle. Let's reorganize walls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's just two big rooms. There were there was this thing. Um, I don't know if it was a real thing or just a hypothetical thing, but about a farmer who discovered you could breed sheep with like dwarfism in their legs, so they had shorter legs, and yeah. that meant that you didn't have to build your fences as high. Right. Mm. So if we could breed humanity smaller, yes, we wouldn't need like as big buildings or anything like. Yeah, that. think about all the we'd money we'd save on. We'd use a lot less resources. Yeah, building materials, well, fences, mm. uh, steps. Yeah, what if all the steps were half the size? Then we'd have all this money left over for more steps. More steps. So, Boat yeah. people. Boat, or boat we people? could boat more steps. Yeah, yeah. more steps. Yeah. I mean, we could build our buildings higher. But boat people, they wouldn't have to have boats anymore. They could just have canoes because oh. they'd be smaller. Yeah, canoe people. It's harder to argue with canoe people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> those canoe people. Yeah, those kayakers yeah. coming over here. There's there's something earthy about canoe people. Like something yeah. very, very kind of. Just paddling they're on a around. summer camp. Mm. <laughs> yeah, everybody comes over in flannelette shirts. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or raft? Raft people? Mm. Ship people? Like, everyone's got like a, like a hand, lure, la, hand lines, like men. hand fishing lines? Yeah. You know? How about that, um, do you and, guys know about that experiment that they did in schools where like they actually divided people up by like eye colour and stuff? And then they, they there was an experiment in discrimination. They got kids to like divide up, okay, today we're going to discriminate against people with blue eyes yeah. or something. Huh. Mm. It was like it was like it was it was it was an experiment that was done in the United States, and this lady has done it in a couple of different schools, and then she's gone out and she's done it in businesses and stuff, yeah. where you like you get a group of people, and then you decide, okay, we're going to discriminate against people with this particular feature, yeah. whatever it is, and then like they they filmed these things, and it's horrible what it does to people, like grown ups getting discriminated against because of their eye color or something, just can't handle it. They they break down. So, yeah. But yeah. what did it prove in primary school or, or, or in schools? Because in a school, 
There's already so much arbitrary oh, discrimination no. going on but already. I think that's the point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, oh, guys, you guys are already into discrimination. Yeah. How about we focus all this for the purposes of a scientific let's, test? Let's harness your powers of discrimination yeah. and focus it like a beam on blah or blah. <laughs> yeah. Or blah. So what, and, and what, was the, so what was the results of her study? What did she find out about people and that they were really... They were able to discriminate, like. I think that they were both that they were able to, and that people saw how much it affected people. When yeah, they did it. And okay. How horrible it was. Well, I was thinking about that something recently about like you know the political correctness thing and people complaining about it and stuff mm. like that. Is oh, it, it's political correctness gone mad, gone mad. Yeah. But is it like because it's not like since political correctness has come in, people have just started getting offended. Yeah, it's that it's just like oh now you have to hear about it. Yeah, like now you know, and also now there's probably like legal repercussions for you discriminating, discriminating, or vilifying them, or yeah, yeah, slandering. That's that's totally true because like when and also like the people who get discriminated against, it just used to be that they just had to put up with it, right? Mm. So like you would get um you'd 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 say something that was mean to a particular group and then uh all the people who agreed with you would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or laugh at your racist joke or whatever. Yeah. But the people who you were discriminating against were probably a minority, so they didn't say anything, so you didn't hear them. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. It's not that we've invented being offended. Yeah. We've invented <laughs> you, listening yeah. to people <laughs> who you're being cruel to. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, we've actually put it into... Because it was just essentially, what's the version of a boys' club, but with... It's like a white people's club. Let's say for, in terms of like the racism one or whatever. It was just the, the majority had the power because yeah. there was nothing. An oligarchy. No, a... Um, oligarchy. An oligarchy. <laughs> you know what? Like one of those, like the, the, rule, the rule of the majority. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. A uh, democracy. No, wait, that's not it. Um, <laughs> plutocracy? Plutocracy. plutocracy? That's, that's money. Uh, Oligarchy is like kings or just people arbitrarily. Like, or maybe meritocracy. No, that's a good no, one. No, yeah, no, no, it wasn't that. Okay, no, yeah. no, that's 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 people being in charge based but, on but merit. Better, the better people were winning. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Well, that but that sense. really yeah, discriminates. A meritocracy discriminates against um, failure. Failure. Yeah, and people and who so, are failures. It's not fair, is it? Like, I mean, if you're getting discriminated against, it's probably because you're shitter. Yeah, yes. I guess. Oh, it's political correctness going gone gone mad. mad. You can't yeah. you can't point out when people are shitter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you guys are clearly not as good because why would we be making fun of you? So, eh? if you if you had a meritocracy and then you'd have sort of an advocacy group for people who weren't very good at anything and how they needed more representation within society. But a lot of people who, like, they get offended about people infringing their right to offend people. Like, people do get really up oh, in arms. Uh, and freedom really... of speech. You're, yeah. you're stamping all over my freedom of speech by telling me that I, I, I'm being rude. Yeah, and they come across as being whiny. Yeah. Yeah, hysterical. Mm. And we're sick of hearing them complain. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, maybe they can get somebody to legislate against, uh, against them being uh, discriminated against. Political correctness gone mad, gone mad. Yeah. Um, my lips are pretty dry. Ceviche. Oh, yeah? yeah. Chapped. Yeah. I always, I always thought it was because I was drinking, but now it's maybe it's because I'm not drinking. Maybe it's dairy. Do you think it could be dairy? 
Andy, you don't like a lot of things. I like that you don't like people trying to come to their own conclusions about things. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll 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 only you'll only like something if it's if it's been uh, if it's been proven by science. Yeah. So the I like scientific orthodoxy, me. Yeah. yeah. So so dairy, the scientific consensus is out. There's no no one knows how good dairy is or how bad it is. It does seem to be one of those things where people can't make up their mind if dairy's good. Or some people have made up their mind, and then other people have also made up their mind, but it's a different opinion. But we can't make up our collective conscience, consciousness, uh, whether on dairy. Well, also because it's so ingrained in everybody's lives. It's like trying to tell, tell people... Actually, chairs are really bad for you, which they also try to tell you, but yeah. you're just, you've been brought up with chairs. And yeah. so it's very difficult to, to, like, to, to just get it out of your life. Yeah. It, it seems like, yeah, there's, there's a new study coming out telling you that having lighting is bad for you or being inside is the worst thing you could do. So you should always be outside from now on. Well, something I think, like that. I think the bottom line is that we're all going to die. Yeah. So yeah. in a way, being alive is, is bad you. for you. Yeah. And everything that happens during your life brings you closer to death. Yeah. So in that sense, every... Yeah. <laughs> oh, time. Time is time. horrible. It's hideous. Yeah. Time is bad for you. Yeah. Time, time definitely does increase so, your... Time heals all wounds, but <laughs> it also contributes significantly to long-term degeneration. So, mm. I mean, time is kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, but mm. yeah. So so life life is bad for you. Uh, I mean, but like I also hate when people people go people just dismiss it all by going like, well, everything's bad for you. Yeah. Everything's bad for you. Oh, you can't. This is just, blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah. And that's again probably people who would say things about political correctness gone mad. Yeah. Mm. And why is that? What are people? What are they getting? What is the problem? I Change or or just that. no that someone said they were wrong. Yeah, and I don't like people yeah. telling them that they're the way wrong. they've always done something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a bit of a guttural reaction when somebody just tells you that something that's that's stuck in your habits uh, that you can't do that mm. or you shouldn't do that. Mm. What? Why? Like, like because like, yeah, because that means that like all the stuff that you've done in the past, you'd have to accept that that was all wrong, which yeah. means that you've you, you know you're, you're you've been wrong for a long time. Yeah, or that it's been hurting you and stuff like that. I was like, that's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. I'm fine. Yeah. My my grandfather uh, drank a bottle of whiskey every day and smoked a packet of cigarettes, and he lived to be 92. Yeah, yeah so that's why milk isn't bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make you mucusy. Yeah. And he fought in the war. It'd be funny Don't if, tell like, me that milk's not good for you. Scientists came out, like, if we, we, we turn around and it was scientists using those kind of arguments. So, like, scientists came out and they said, um, yeah, after after much study, we found a guy who smoked a packet of cigarettes every day and lived to be 95. So, um, based on this new information, uh, oh, yeah. we're now removing our warnings against cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, we think they're probably fine. Yeah, so um, <laughs> also, you should have a bottle of whiskey every day. Oh, yeah. like it's it's who's got the better anecdote? Anecdotal yeah. evidence. Yeah, yeah anecdotal yeah. evidence. <laughs> But that, I think that's a cool idea. Like in that, there's a yeah, it's a scientist talking like on the news or something about yeah about smoking. And he's like, well, our studies found this and this and this, blah blah blah. But then Kevin, who mm, uh, yeah. works in, I got a cousin. Yeah, he <laughs> has a cousin who <laughs> who who drinks a bottle of whiskey a day and he smokes nothing but like like twenty four packs of cigars. Yeah, right. 
and he's 93 years old. Yeah. And he's still going. And, and he's he, so sharp. Yeah, he's so sharp. So So this is yeah. an in, is this is someone presenting this as evidence in an interview with a scientist yeah, about yeah. Um, tobacco controls. No, it's, it's a like, scientist. No, the scientist, well, the scientist is saying Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, so yeah, after 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 discussing his findings in the mm. study, he dismisses it all by 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 But then we, yeah, we found this. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's probably an error in our in our experimentation. Yeah, yeah, and and um, yeah. and 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 that that information about the 93 year old cousin that is peer reviewed because I also met another guy yeah. who knew the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, or had heard the story before. Okay, yeah, yeah one, one someone else had also heard that story. Yeah, so I guess yeah. Well, actually, and another friend had another cousin who was 86 and had a similar story. Uh, I don't have any cousins like that. Mine tragically died of lung cancer, <laughs> but. Um, but I'm sure if he had survived, if he had survived, the story would probably very be very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so undeniable proof. So scientists um, accept anecdotal evidence. Accepting <laughs> the um, the Journal of Anecdotal Science has just released a new study <laughs> finding that one guy lived to be really old and happy and successful. Yeah, and yeah. and he did all the things that we previously thought were bad for you. But you could apply this to anything that needs proof. So the legal system, you could, um, like, instead yep. of uh, anecdote, which they call... Like circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence or hearsay. Yeah. Um, that's permissible now. Yeah. Like, I heard that he was a really bad guy. What? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that seems... Based on... Guilty. Yeah, we, the jury, took into account the fact that someone had heard he was a really bad guy. Yeah. Uh, so we find him guilty. <laughs> yeah. Probably guilty, my your your yeah. honour. Probably guilty. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's probably going to go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, you, he'll probably do something bad in the future anyway, because you know he's a bit. Look at him. Yeah, Just look, look at, him. at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Like, there's no arguments for or against. There's just the. A guy walks into the room and the jury decides whether or not they're guilty. <laughs> yeah, or like, I reckon, I reckon like, and, and, or, or the lawyer's just like, I like to, no, 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 like something about it's, just it's like, like, I reckon we should just punch him in the face. What, what this guy needs is just a good punch in the face and then we can let him go. I don't know. <laughs> just like, you know, like real old school kind of like. Yeah, when, he when needs a clip a, around the ear. Yeah, like I, I know like guys I used to work at, well, I still work in bottle shops with, talk about like how, he's like back in the day you could just like. You could, you know, if, if if you caught somebody stealing, you could just take them around back and just beat the shit out of them, you know, and it's like that. And like talking about it, like that was a better time. Yeah, like somebody you suspected of stealing, you <laughs> could just beat the shit out, like a bit of street justice. Yeah, and it's like no, I think there's a reason that there's laws and that people don't yeah. do that because. Yeah. But, but how would these people know that that? Um, beating like put this uh, this thief on the right path. Were they <laughs> checking up with them, seeing how they were going? Yeah, like revisiting no, the I case. And he 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 came in six months later, and he said he actually thanked me. Yeah, he yeah. said that me beating the shit out of him really helped him turn yep. his life around. <laughs> he said, "Thank God that somebody's finally taken justice, taken the time to sit me down and beat the shit out of me." Yeah. <laughs> Or that, it'd be like, maybe you could get like a, a suspended beating sentence where you weren't actually beaten, but it was suspended. I don't never understood the... That beating actually helped me get a really good job mm. in finance. <laughs> I wouldn't and be where I was today. It helped unless, me out of the poverty that I was yeah. stricken by. 
I saw somebody with a Facebook status that, like similar to this. They'd posted, like a girl that I went to high school with had posted this picture of an Australian flag and then over the top it was written like in white writing, um, Australia, you've gone soft. You've gone soft on immigration. You've gone soft on doll bludgers. Um, you used to be able to, uh, parents used to be able to smack their kids. Um, Who were immigrating police. and doll bludgers. Yeah, probably. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> kids were... All my kids are immigrants. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, no, and you golf. could give them a clip around. You know, police yeah. could give uh, a shoplifter a clip around the ear. Australia, you've gone soft. Shame on you, Australia, or something like that. And people underneath were commenting, oh, yeah, good on you. Yeah, amen. Shit like that. Anyway, I defended it. Because Wait, fuck that shit. We want the police to be able to hit people and then yes. not be accountable. Yes. And that police be used to be able to brutalize people. <laughs> what happened to that? Like, I can't believe that people look back on that as a better time. Like, yep. remember when you used to be able to hit your kids? How great was that? It, it's like, maybe, maybe hitting uh, people being, uh, police being able to brutalize people wasn't that much better. But I was young, and it felt better. <laughs> you know? It felt better to be able to see. So I was happy at the time. Oh, and the just... police brutality of my youth. You always look back on it more fondly, don't you? When... I don't know if it was because I was young and I was having a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> the air was clearer, you know, the, the sun seemed brighter. The police bru- brutality was just, just nicer somehow. We, just, yeah. we didn't know about climate change back in those days, and somehow the police brutality it just was, had a whimsical feel. Oh, yeah, it. it was a more innocent time. Yeah. You know, you could walk ar- somebody could walk around with two black eyes, and, yeah, and, and you'd think, oh, well, that's probably the effects of the justice system. It looks like he learned his lesson. Yeah. <laughs> You know, these days you don't you don't see that on the streets anymore. No, all the police brutality happens. So it, it, it's a sketch where everything, like the corporal punishment, is the only learning method. Like there's no memorization; it's just being hit until you <laughs> this, <laughs> you, you get your essay right. <laughs> you don't even teach the kids; you just start hitting them. <laughs> until they write a good essay, you don't teach them how to write an essay. Nope. You just start beating them. Yeah. And eventually, the good essay will. Oh yeah, because you're 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 going to beat some senses. They'll they'll <laughs> figure out what you want them to do when you stop beating. Them. <laughs> like when they start doing what you, you know, when they start doing what you want them to do, you'll stop beating them. Yeah. So they you'll just figure it out eventually. Yeah, that's kind of like original sin. You know, if children are born being beaten, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You know, if they if they achieve salvation, you'll stop beating. Them. Oh, this is horrible. But that's yeah, actually it's still uh, pretty horrible. But to a certain extent, like like they'll just start mimicking you. Mm. Actually, no, that's not necessarily true because if they well they'll, well, they'll try to start mimicking you, but then, but then what? So there'll be two people bashing each other up, and that'll well, be. But no, but but yeah, but then the the problem with that is that then there's the inconsistencies in man. So then you, you know, because you, you that's the, always the problem. Yeah, mm. all those inconsistencies, the inconsistencies of man. Yeah. yeah, but no, because you know people were like, you know, you've maybe, only got one nose, but you've got two eyes. It doesn't make any sense. It's the yeah. inconsistencies in- of man. Of man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how can you how can you expect man to be? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got two ears, logical. You got two arms. You've only got one mouth. Yeah, one mouth. How can you eat yeah. in 3D? We're, we're inherently irrational beings. Yep. <laughs> That's why democracy doesn't work. Yep. Because <laughs> we don't have enough mouths. You can only eat 2D objects. Yep. With, <laughs> with one mouth. <laughs> you could taste in 3D. Yeah. That'd be amazing. You two mouths. Oh. Well, because you get perspective. Yeah. You get that, you get that second perspective. Yeah. Right <laughs> now we just, we have to rely on the illusion of perspective, like with... 
foreshortening and foreshortened yeah. bread. Foreshortened yeah. bread. Mm. And then there's also the problem oh, of foreshortened cake. Yeah. Yeah, that one. There's also the problem of shore shortening, which is a uh, uh, problem <laughs> of uh, <laughs> <What>? erosion oh. <laughs> by the seas on the beaches. And that. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Coastal foreshortening. Yeah. Shore fortening. <laughs> shore fortening is when you, you you're, you're trying to protect your 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 seaside town from. Attack. What was the last sketch idea we had? Uh, scientists oh, like accepting anecdotal um, evidence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've technically already got five. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We can cut out the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be good. So it's been wonderful to talk to both of you. Hey, Pete, it's been so great. I've had such a good time. Yeah, Pete, it's been so good to have you on Pete, here. Pete, can you do um, Sylvester Stallone for me? I, I can do Sylvester Stallone because I was in a, a movie about uh, the guy. Kill a Burmese person. Uh, no, that was in the name of the film. Oh. It was another film. No, don't do it anyway. Uh, They're really nice. Yeah. They're friends with a Burmese person. Can you, can you do Sylvester Stallone trying to get Carter for me? Oh, you, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's a guy. His name is Carter. And I didn't get Carter, so I had to go get Carter uh, from another place and put him. Can you, where can you I do was. the bit where he realizes that he's Carter? Oh yeah! Oh no! So I gotta go get Carter. And what my name? Oh wait, my my I'm I'm Carter. So I have to go get me. I have That's to great. get Carter. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm so, so confused. <laughs> so the sketches we have today, uh, we got one yeah. guy completely self-sufficient is a rock. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then two, the people's elbow was a dictatorship. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Three, ultimate canary fisting. <laughs> and then we got the gloves are off. Yep. <laughs> Four, Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve, the drones come down and play a game of soccer with the Taliban, <laughs> and the drones are people too. Sketch, and then yep. in brackets, uh, drones coming home after war and readjusting. Yep. And then we also got scientists accepting anecdotal evidence. In brackets, Journal of Anecdotal Science. <laughs> Done. I think that's really good. We got some. Yeah. We got. Some, we got some strong ones in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the last two are pretty strong. I think the chicken fisting oh. is difficult to achieve. Uh, but yeah. maybe that's what makes it yep. so compelling. The the canary fisting. That one. Chicken yeah. fisting is not that hard. <laughs> I mean, they can pass eggs. You can get a baby's fist up there quite easily. And that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.